You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. As always, thanks for tuning in. After the massive International Women's March on January 21st, a lot of marchers were left wondering, what now? How does something like the Women's March turn that momentum into a political movement that actually has influence? Many people around the country are holding in-home meetings to potentially begin working in one direction. One local group of women thought they'd turn the work of having a political voice into an enjoyable gathering. It's called Pints and Postcards, pairing the practice of letter writing to elected officials with a casual drink with friends. Joining me now is Jill Proctor, the organizer of Pints and Postcards. Uh, Jill, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So first of all, I got to say, I love the name here. (laughs) Pints and Postcards, uh, the idea of beer and writing, which is something, I don't know, two things I might be familiar with uh, (laughs) in my many lines of work. Uh, Talk to me about uh, what, what your intent is here. Okay, well, I mean, my initial intent, I really didn't think too much of it, but um, I thought, well, it kind of started from the 10 actions in 100 days that Mm -hmm. the um, Women's March put out. And their first action that they were asking everyone who participated in the march to do was to send a postcard to your elected official. And I thought, well, that's fun. So maybe I could get some people together, like maybe 20, 30 of my friends, and we could maybe reserve the back room at Atwater Brewery, and we could write postcards, drink beer, and you know, talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sent out the invitation to a couple of people, and it just started to kind of snowball. And <laughs> so by so this was a Tuesday, and then by Thursday, I had hundreds and hundreds of people that had RSVP'd they wanted to come to this Is that event. right? Yeah. Really? Wow. So I quickly called the venue and I said, I've got a little bit more people than what I thought. And so we ended up having to reserve two bars next door to each oh, other <laughs> to accommodate it. I think probably over 500 people showed up. And I ended up quickly throwing together some guest speakers. We had state rep Stephanie Chang come and it just turned out to be a lot bigger than what I thought. I yeah. initially thought it was just going to be a close gathering of friends and... I was just like blown away by the interest. So. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think that's a testament to how um, to how attuned people are right now to opportunities to turn what happened on the 21st into something more. I mean, I think uh, the, the enthusiasm that day, of course, was off the charts. But, but there was this sort of uh, wondering after that about, okay, what am I supposed to do? And I know a lot of people who said – I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Uh, and, and so I, I, I imagine that seeing this opportunity really got people to say, all right, well, there's something I can do. And it's, yeah. not, that, it's not that big of an ask. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was like people were just waiting for somebody to, to do something. Yeah. Like, I think that the actions that the women, Women's March um, is putting out are really good because they're very actionable. But I think people are, are seeking a connection with one another, yeah. and I think that um, my intent was to kind of put those two things together. Yeah. Here's an action, and here's a way that you can connect with other people while doing it. Yeah. So um, it seemed to work out really well. So, uh, Can you talk about uh, where you were on the 21st and uh, what that was like? I was in Ann Arbor. Uh-huh. Um, my son and my husband and I, we all went to the, An- the march in Ann Arbor, and um, my son made his little protest sign, <laughs> and he... You know, he said he wanted his sign to say no Trump. So we just made (laughs) a big sign that said no Trump. And uh, it was amazing. I mean, I had initially planned to go out to Washington, but um, I ended up staying in Ann Arbor and met up with some friends. And it was just I don't know. It was a good feeling to see so many people that 
um, have the same concerns as we do and not yeah. feel so alone about it. And so. and if you could sort of capsulize for yourself what those concerns look like. I mean, I think it's really important to, to sort of articulate what the things are that are that people are finding uh, so troubling or threatening even right. uh, in this time. I mean, a lot of people – uh, on the 21st were, were saying to me, what what are they so upset about? We, uh, give him a chance. He hasn't even been in office yet. Uh, what What is it that uh, – what, what are these people so so worried about? And so I think it's important to say, all right, here's what, here's what has people on edge. Here's what has more people uh, at the beginning of an administration than I've ever seen uh, ready to get out into the streets to, to push back against. Right. Yeah, I mean I think a lot of people – um, they're afraid that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And <laughs> right. Let's start there with the things that he actually said, right? Right. Um, and it looks, you know, I don't know how long we're in, how many days we're in, 12, 13 yeah. days or something like that. Uh-huh. And it, I mean, it's looking more and more like he's going to do what he said he's going to do, which, you know, some people view that as a positive, particularly the people who voted for him. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it doesn't give much comfort to people who are worried about their rights being taken away, worried about their families being separated, worried about um, not being able to make their own medical decisions about their own bodies. Um, so I think I'm seeing more and more angst. Yeah. And, you know, I have this group of people that got together for this event, and we all still continue to stay in touch, and there's just there's just more and more angst and fear um, amongst us. So. Yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Jill Proctor. She's the organizer of Pints and Postcards, a way to practice sort of letter writing to elected officials, and have a casual drink with your friends. It's a follow-up to the International Women's March that took place on January 21st, Uh, an enormous amount of momentum that was built up for that march. Now people are looking to to sort of figure out ways to make that into real action. How do you make uh, change uh, that reflects the sentiments that were expressed on January 21st. Um, all right. So after your first event, uh, tell me tell me about the things that people wanted to, to write uh, to their elected officials at the first Pints and Postcard. Was there a focus on one official or one issue or was this, hey, just uh, – just blitz everybody. <laughs> well, you know, we provided a list of um, like all of the representatives for each of the different areas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this event was so soon after the Women's March and we didn't exactly know what actions the administration was going to take yet. So we had people write about whatever issue cons- concerns them the most. I right. mean, it's it's up to individuals what, what they're most passionate about. Um, but... So since the event, more events have been popping up and people have been using it kind of as a platform to write about certain issues. So there was one in actually Edmonton, Alberta that followed this model. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in contact with the organizers and I provided them some resources to do um, one there. And that actually happened the same day as the terrorist attack happened in Montreal. In Montreal, So they chose to use that as a focus and write their elected officials about about that, so yeah. Uh, w- w- when uh, when people from other places are calling you or reaching out to you to talk about this, I mean that's got to feel tremendous. I mean the the idea for this, as you say, started pretty small, and you figured it was right. a way to reach out to to family and friends <laughs> to, yeah. to do it. I mean, people from other countries, yeah, are now picking up on it, this. It was crazy. I mean, my friend and I met, and we thought, well. 
you know, do you think we could get 50 people <laughs> who would want to do this? And, you know, now, now there's hundreds, probably thousands. I mean, uh, yeah, it feels great. And it feels good to be able to do something. Um, my co-organizers and I figured, well, we could just put together resources for people and then they can take this and run with it. It doesn't have to look like our event. But here's what here's the things that we use to make this a success. Maybe other people can can replicate it. So yeah. two two days ago, we had one in Chicago. Um, there's been ones in Austin, Texas, Raleigh, Durham, uh, London, uh-huh. UK. Um, there's several around the metro area coming up, including one in Ferndale next Wednesday. Um, so yeah, they just keep popping up and I think I get a message probably every five minutes Wow! from somebody about 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 this, this. either somebody thanking me, which, you know, really it wasn't a big deal. It was just reserve a room and and we can get together. Well, I mean, this is how movements are born. I mean, uh, not to, not to be overly dramatic about (laughs) it, but, but, you know, this idea that, that, that people, a a lot of people being attracted to a singular form of uh, expression or, or protest uh, they can come together and then make an even bigger difference than maybe the organizers even even thought. I mean, maybe you move from pints and postcards to, I don't know, uh, fundraising or, right. or running candidates or things like this. I mean, things like Emily's List, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, which for years uh, has has improved a lot of female elected officials around right. the country. Start They start with ideas like this. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think um, – the Women's March organization is giving us some really good guidelines for what we can do, but I feel like we can serve as a, a way to have people connect over the actions that they're kind of prescribing. Sure. And in that way, we can kind of stay organized and unified with the rest of the movement, but just kind of do it in a different way or do it try to make it more appealing on a local level, I think. Yeah. Okay, Jill Proctor, organizer of Pints and Postcards. Uh, if people want to get involved with this, uh, where where would they find out about it? Well, you can go um, on Facebook and search uh, Postcards and Pints. Um, there's a group called Progress in Pints. Uh-huh. I changed it um, because <laughs> I thought, well, my gosh, we can't just write postcards all day. <laughs> so if you search for Progress in Pints on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and also there is a link on there to a Google Drive that has all the resources that you might want to use if you want to host your own event. Um, so we have on there you know, an example media release. We have a how-to guide. We have graphics you can use. Um, so really it's just kind of turnkey. You just kind of decide where you want to have your event and how many people you want to have, and sure. it gives you all the things that you need. And then if you want to attend an event, like I said, next Wednesday um, in Ferndale, or I guess it's this Wednesday in Ferndale mm-hmm. um, at the Loving Touch. I think it's at 630. So. Very good. All right. Uh, thanks very much for being here on uh, Detroit Today and keep at Thank you. Okay, that's going to do it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. hope you will too. Go to wdet.org and help us out by taking the listener survey. Tell us how you would have us do a better job. It only takes 10 minutes, and everyone who completes the survey will be entered to win a WDET prize package. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station. We'll see you tomorrow.